and Merry Christmas. Me and Matt are back. How are you doing? I am pretty good, sir. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you too. I don't know who's going to listen to this episode because it's quite late and like it's literally Christmas weekend. But, <laughs> but fuck it. Um, I I love Muppets Christmas Carol, and I, uh, I... it's way overdue that we we cover this one. So yeah, you know, even if I it's mean... last minute. You could listen it, to it next Christmas, if not. There's the risk there. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it is genuinely my favourite version of Scrooge. I am glad you said that. I 100% agree. This is my... Which is a weird thing to say, isn't it? Like, <laughs> it really is. It like, really on, the, on, the, on the surface of it, saying, like, yeah, the Muppets version for me is the definitive Christmas carol. <laughs> It's, like, it's such a weird thing to say, but you know, I, I kind I mean, of feel like everyone that's seen it probably agrees. This, the thing about it is that it's one of the most adapted stories. Yeah, ever. it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the. I mean, there, there is well. I think there must be well over two hundred or so movies versions of this. I would have thought so. And there's pretty much a new version every year. So there's probably way more than that by now. Yeah, but like big versions, yeah. And there's 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 you know, there's a couple of standards that I always, you know, kind of catch the you know, the Alistair Sim version or the Albert Finney version sure. or you know the, there's some that, that you you sort of like are, you know, almost I would you would say the definitive and I'm, I'm sure are for, for a lot of people. But this Certain is generations it, for sure. Yeah, and this for me has got two of my favorite things in the entire world. Muppets and Michael Caine. That I, it's, wow, it's I mean, perfect for me. I I think we, we, I mean, Michael Caine. What like Jaws: The Revenge on Deadly Ground? <laughs> I, I I honestly, if it wasn't for this film, like I I don't know where his career would be. I mean, this. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like this this film really. Yeah. I mean, he literally went from on Deadly Ground with Steven Seagal oh, to, man, to yeah. this. Um, and I mean that's a hell of an uptake. <laughs> And he's great in that movie. Well, no, he's great in everything he's in. He's a proper evil bastard in that movie. <laughs> the, the best part of uh, On Deadly Ground is, like, well, it, it's a lot like Roadhouse, except in Roadhouse, well, it's nonsense in Roadhouse, but everyone covers yeah. it up in Roadhouse. Yeah. In this, Steven Seagal just literally murders a bunch of people and just gets yeah. away with it. No, no one ever yeah. questions it. They're like, oh, no. fine, whatever, buddy. <laughs> Don't worry about it. But you could probably say that, that about Michael Caine was Scott. a bastard. Oh, can you? You are? Well, yeah, you, you could. But usually he plays Scott. a cop or something. Yeah, true. You know. Um, what, what is he? Is he an environmentalist or something? Is that no, what he is? I think he works for he works for evil Michael Caine. Right, and he's told to like get rid of the indigenous people, isn't he? And then like he, uh, okay. something like it's, that. I haven't seen that movie since it came out. All I, I just, ever, the only like, thing I ever remember is the speech. That's all I ever remember. Yeah, and and other than that, I can't really remember much. But um, but yeah, he went from that to this. Um, and I mean the the difference in quality, in every regard, is yeah. is staggering. <laughs> he he is one of those actors that just sort of did jobs for money really and was just wanted to work and i i will say you know whenever i watch this i i always come to the conclusion that muppets at christmas and doing a christmas carol was mm. always going to be charming as hell and work to yeah. an extent yeah i think so but god it really helps to have an actor a solid actor giving yeah. it his all 
um you know considering most of this film michael kane is dealing with puppets yeah he is you would never guess he's acting as if he is acting uh uh against a person playing bob cratchit rather than kermit the frog you you couldn't tell he said to Brian Henson that he wanted to do it like he was doing the Royal Shakespeare Company. He and wanted... he does. It, it feels like, it, it does feel like he is giving a, a Royal Shakespeare performance yeah. of, a Muppet, uh, of A Christmas Carol. Yeah. And, but, like, it's just a weird alternate dimension where there's Muppets. Yeah. It's just, like, it's it's bizarre, but it works so well. And it's, I mean, again, it would, it'd be interesting to see how it would have gone if it would have been somebody else, because... Steven Seagal. <laughs> i would pay I mean, to see that <laughs> yeah no that, i probably i, I, I probably you know, but, he, but you know he was um george carlin was considered oh i don't i love and i that, love george uh, carlin but i just yeah, don't know about that that would have been an interesting one because it would probably i think more jokey in tone oh, and yeah i would have thought so not so serious and i don't know how well it would have gone but also um you know, uh, f- favorite of the show, um, and now I'm going to completely forget his bloody name. Um, oh, for fuck's sake! Um, was in the Omen and uh, Tron and um... oh, come on! Um, passed away this year. I yes, forgot his name. Yes, how is that? That's so bad. <laughs> that is terrible. That's really bad. Um, oh, and he's been in about five films we've done this year as well. Yeah. That's why he's, he's a favourite of the show. Neither of us can remember. I can see him. I just the name escapes me. It'll come back to me in a minute. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think it would have been again. How, how different would it have been if 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 we'd have, if we'd have got those those actors? It, it just. But, yeah. I mean, I'm sure it would have worked, but just not to this extent. And it's That's, you know, genuinely one of the, one of Michael Caine's best performances. Uh, and it, I, I really I, think it is. Yeah. I, and again, he's like, that just sounds mad. It's a Muppet movie, for fuck's sake. Why is, you know... Well, it's all the more impressive considering he's acting opposite Muppets the entire time. Yeah. I, I think a lesser actor would have hammed it right up. And David Warner, for fuck's sake. Well done. Um, And I did that without looking up as well. well that's good. <laughs> the, the brain eventually... <laughs> yeah, tuned, tuned I knew it was, it was in there somewhere. Just... Uh... Um, but, but that's one of the great things about this movie is not only does it take... You know, he take it seriously... But it also directly quotes the book. It's it's very few like reasonably close to the book. Yeah, like, very in, in terms of the overall story, that, you know, take the actual literal words from the from the story. Yeah, it's just you've got Gonzo reading it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which uh, which works so well. It's, I mean, they, it's fantastic. They yeah. picked Gonzo because he they thought he would be the mo- the least likely Muppet to be Charles Dickens. Yeah, plus he does look best in a top hat. He does look amazing in a top hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, when did you first see this? How did you first see this? I went to the cinema to see it. So did I. So that's yeah. a cin- cinema viewing for both of us to kick this one off. Yeah. Um, and then very quickly, I guess, the next year, had it on VHS. And uh, yep. pretty much, a, a well, it won't be this year, I doubt. I doubt I'll watch it again in tomorrow um because mm. that's that's christmas eve um but uh a staple every christmas eve ever since was it 94 whenever this came out 92, yeah, 92. so um yeah it 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 is for me a- alongside a couple of other movies the mm. definitive christmas eve movie as well 
Yeah. And the one more sleep till Christmas song is always the, you know, okay. I always think of that on Christmas Eve. That's, Sticks in your head, doesn't it? And it you, does. You find yourself singing it along all, all, all day. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Well, and again, what wonderful, you know, songs um, written by, uh, well, uh, written by Paul, Paul Williams' lyrics and uh, Miles Goodman for the, for the, for the actual composer. Yeah. Um, and I think every song is a brilliant. It's, it, it is. Uh, I, I will say controversially, although I, I think it the film is better for having it in. I think the weakest song is the one they cut. Um, just you know, in terms of the performance of the song, not necessarily the lyrics. I. Well, so I think. I mean, we could talk about when it when we get to it if you'd rather. But. Yeah, when I was younger, I, of course I didn't realize because they. No. No. Well, no. The, the song wasn't really released until much later, but you know, I didn't see it, but. You can definitely see why they cut it. But it is really important to the narrative. As an adult, it kills me that they cut that song. I, I, think I agree. Because of the meaning of it, if mm-hmm. nothing else. Uh, and I it just think makes this... Rizzo's reaction way more... But it's really weird. We'll, we'll talk about it in a bit. Because it is really weird. Rizzo, Rizzo's reaction in the, the theatrical cut is bizarre. Yeah. Because he just starts crying, and it's like, why, why are you crying? Nothing really yeah. happened. Like, okay, it's sad because she's going away, but when you actually get the, yeah. the impact of the song, it's like, oh, that's what, that's why he's crying. That makes much more sense. Yeah. Um. So we open, and of course, uh, Jim Henson died nineteen ninety. Yes. Um. And this film opens with a dedication mm-hmm. to uh, to Jim Henson. And um. Oh, now I forget the other guy's name, but he was the 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 somebody Hunt. Mm-hmm. He was he was the um, puppeteer behind uh, Scooter. Yes, yeah. Um, so uh, we open on. I, I I love the 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 soundstage that they filmed this yeah. on. It, it's gorgeous. It's the sets in this are amazing. I imagine Michael Caine must have had many times where he nearly hit the deck because he was on the the tiniest of boards wandering around some of those. Yeah. Pits, yeah, you know, yeah. Because they, you know, they 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 dug it, they dug it out, and and had them obviously, you know, in the built up the stage so that he was yeah. above them, and he really does tower above, as he should, and it, it exactly. works really well. Um, but we open on this wonderful rooftop shot, uh, mm-hmm. the, the shots of all the rooftops, and then we finally come down and we see the the uh, well, we see a few humans and and Muppets. Obviously, this is a a 19th century London populated by humans and Muppets and no one questions that that's weird. That's just the reality. It's like Shadowrun, right? That's always that's always been my favourite thing about the Muppet stuff. It's like, yeah, no one really questions why no, that's Muppets the, are that's, wandering around. That's the reality, right? Yeah. That's just this reality. This is what happened. I like to think it's like Shadowrun and one day... Muppets just appeared everywhere all over the world. And everyone's like, oh, okay. I guess that's I guess that's it now. This is just how we live now. <laughs> yeah, that's it. This is life now. <laughs> Fine. Um so uh we are introduced to uh to Charles Dickens, um played by Gonzo. <laughs> yeah. Uh and simply is my favourite Muppet. I love Gonzo. I think it's animal. <sighs> Animals are close second. I love Beaker. Oh, Beaker is great. But uh, I, it would be between the two. But, but, but for me, Gonzo's always been my favourite. Oh, and actually, actually, I mean, I Statler and Waldorf as well. 
I, I don't know. There's too many good ones, there's, but there he's top five. Ones, but... He's top five for sure yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he probably is the top on most days. Um, I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're we're introduced to uh, uh, to to Gonzo and and Rizzo. Gonzo introduces himself as Charles Dickens, and Rizzo's like immediately like, "You're not Charles Dickens." A blue <laughs> Charles Dickens, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. He's I've noticed the story like the back of my hand, and he's like. He says to him, "Oh, he's go, go ahead, test me." And he's like, "There's a mole and there's a scar," and he's like, "No, no, no, the story." <laughs> um, so, of course, uh, they uh, we we are then introduced via song uh, to uh, to Ebenezer Scrooge as the, uh, the 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 kind of the whole of London's like singing about what a bastard he is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and they kind of end up with him kind of walking through the town, and they're following him singing. Um, and then we get that great moment when he hits the, the, the front door and turns around and they all just yeah. scatter. Yeah. Um, humbug. So, uh, of course, they head... Yes, yeah, so yeah, and of course we get the first humbug of the... Of the uh... Oh, and you also get the first appearance. Of, he appears a, a couple of times. I think he, they, they've made him a shopkeeper in this, of Sprocket. Yes. He's, when he first appears in the window, and I, I, another one of those muffins, I, I love Sprocket. Mm. The Fraggles is so that is such a great uh puppet. The, 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 yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The dog Sprocket. Yeah, he's. I think he, you see him later on. I think when he's get, collecting all the the food and things, and he, yes. I think, yeah, he hands him money, so he's a shopkeeper, isn't he? Uh either a shopkeeper or they. He just gives him the money to go and buy stuff, doesn't he? I don't know. No, they're in the shop. He, he's in the, oh no, you're in... right. They do. He goes to the shop and yes, you're right. He, yeah. he is a shopkeeper. Yeah. Um. But anyway, it's freezing cold, and um, Gonzo and Rizzo are outside. First, uh, get the first, couple of, first of a couple of meetings of the little rabbit what, uh, child who keeps appearing. Yes, the poor little rabbit child who obviously in the end does pretty well for himself. But uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, it's it's freezing outside, uh, and uh, Scrooge enters uh, his his business, his place of business. Um, and uh, Gonzo and Rizzo were stuck outside, so Gonzo uses Rizzo to clean the window because it's frosted. <laughs> Thank you for making me a part of it. <laughs> Thank you for making me a part of this. <laughs> it's the it's the fourth wall breaking as well. A lot of the time yeah. that makes this because they're breaking the fourth wall within the fourth wall. It's like a yeah. fourth wall section. I'm not sure where that <laughs> where the wall is anymore. They're basically um, the Greek chorus, aren't they? They're sort of you know yes showing yes. you what's going on and telling you what, how, sort of how things are it's, it's brilliant it's reacting to it it's just, yeah 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 um so uh so yeah you then get the little rabbit kid yeah um, who, who scrooge throws out and he he like throws him out he like literally picks him up and throws him out the front door. No, and he's no, like that's... thank you for not shouting at me no that's not the, he's not the rabbit one that's the Who's that's that? the guy that's um so the so the 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 guy that um he throws out is is a is one of his um one of his tenants who can't make. Oh yes, yeah, sorry. Of course it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, the we don't get we don't quite get to the rabbit one yet. No, he's doing these carol singing. Yeah, isn't he, and I it? yeah, the, the, I do love the line. Thank you for not shouting at me. <laughs> <laughs> it's the little and lines in this. As he's flung from the door, yeah. he, he literally just grabs him and, and just takes him out and. It's because he can't afford to pay his bills, and then I think we get the, um, the bookkeepers asking for the heating to be on. Yeah. They're like, "It's really cold. I, we need the heating on." Yes. Um, he's like, and I, "It's one of my favorite reactions." Yeah, 
happens when he well, says the heat wave. Yeah, and he says, "How how would the bookkeepers like to be suddenly unemployed and, and heat wave?" <laughs> and of course, they they rely on Kermit, uh, Bob Cratchit. Yeah, to, to, like he's the one that they always go to to try and get anything done. So it's always on Bob's shoulders that he has to be yeah. the one to talk to Scrooge. Because you get the impression that no one has any luck with Scrooge, but Bob probably has more luck than anyone else. So they're always like, Bob, you do it. You yeah. speak to him. Um, so uh, we then meet um, his nephew, Scrooge's yep. nephew, uh, who who uh, turns up. Fred. Uh, yes, Fred fred who uh, comes in to invite him to christmas dinner but um yeah, uh, at got... the same time we've got um honeydew got... and beaker come in yeah he's got the reef hasn't he he puts the reef up. he's got the reef thing yeah because scrooge is immediately like you know humbug yeah you know and i love the i love the, 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 the when he says about um why ever did you get married he says because i love the music because that's even that's even more, more worse than christmas <laughs> yeah yeah he's like that's the only thing sillier than christmas is love yeah um but yes, yeah, so then we've got the the two two gentlemen played by Honeydew and Beaker. They're they're here to collect money for homeless. Or yeah, the homeless, right? The homeless, the poor, the needy. Yeah, um, and, and of course, you know, he immediately, uh, his uh, his nephew Fred's like, "Here's mine," and um, he's got loads. Of, he's got, I love it. He's, he's got loads of money. He's, you should, <laughs> he should you should really uh, get some out of him. But he's like. Yeah. Off he goes and leaves them to it, and then there's that really long pause where they're just stood in yeah, front of him, like, um, and he's uh-huh. fighting away, and they're going, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and of course, this is the 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 line that will come to haunt Scrooge as the uh, the film goes on, where he tells them that you know. They, they say he says well look i i pay money for the the poor houses and the prisons that the, yeah. the poor should go there and they say well yeah. we're, we're trying to you know a lot of them may die of, of yeah, no, he, says, he says he says most of them would rather die than um yes than, than, get, than go to the, prison they, not unreasonable yeah and, um, he's, and he says the um, poor should die they, and decrease yeah, they, the surplus population yeah it was like wow uh which will come back to to haunt him yeah in a bit so he um, kicks them out, and then and then he's got the he picks up the wreath, and then the, then you hear the rabbit. The carol outside singer. This this rabbit yeah. is the cutest goddamn he is muppet. The cutest little rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> and he opens the door to him, and he's like, "What do you want?" He goes, "Penny for the song, sir." And, he's like, <laughs> and then what I love is, is he shuts the door on him, and then he grabs the the wreath, and he's like ripping up and he goes he opens the door and the little the little rabbit is walking he away he looks really thankful the, doesn't he yeah, for the a door moment. is open and he thinks <laughs> he's actually going to come and give me something and he throws the wreath at him <laughs> uh, and of course he slams the door um, only to be approached by a very nervous Bob once again Yeah. as the bookkeeper is well he's like it's Christmas day tomorrow and, yeah. and Scrooge is like well okay we won't open at 8 we'll open at 8.30 yeah, <laughs> it's like uh, you know, Bob's like, well, it's, it's customary to have the whole, uh, you know, time, more time off than that. He goes, how much time? It's like the whole day. But like, the, and, and the, the whole day. But the, I love the rats agree with Bob, and yeah, then yeah, as yeah. soon as he's like the whole day, they're like, oh, that was the no, frog's no, 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 idea. No, no. What a stupid yeah, it was idea! The idea. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yes, uh, in any case, he does he does relent, and Scrooge ultimately. Well, he does, he does a know. very Bob. Bob, 
Yeah, at least said Kermit. Well, but, I say Kermit, but I, I'm going to go uh, between the two characters does, the whole way yeah, through. Yeah, he does a very good job of, of explaining, you know. Well, he's like, it's a waste of energy. because, no, exactly. like, Yeah. No one else is going to be working this day and you're just going to be wasting coal. That's, you know, that's an expense that, you know, we could we could do without. He knows how to talk to Scrooge, for yeah. sure. He knows how to talk Scrooge language. Um, Scrooge says, like, that's a really, you know, it's a piss poor excuse. But since everyone else yes. doesn't see what a waste of time Christmas is, I guess we'll have to just not bother. You know, you're right. We'll just take the day off then. Um, because basically, the only reason is because there will be no other businesses for them to, to trade with or work with. Yeah. Uh, even though, at the end of this film, he will visit every fucking shop in London shop. And, and buy they- stuff. <laughs> so I'm like, all the I businesses are them. open, but never mind. Um, I fucking love the end of this movie. When he <laughs> just literally turns up to the fucking Cratchits, he's like, hey, cook us food. <laughs> I know you. I know you've got. A I know you hate me. Yeah. This 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 turkey. You know, will only take a fucking like, day to cook. The entire day to cook it. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So. Uh, you know. In any case, he does relent, uh, and he says, "You know, well, fine." Uh, and Scrooge leaves. Um, and yeah. And as he's leaving, he says, "You can you can come in all the more earlier the day after." Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then we get uh, the first rendition of uh, of one more sleep till Christmas, mm-hmm. uh, as they cl- as they pack up the the they clean the shop uh, the 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 books up and leave the place lock up um, and then we get the penguin ice skating yes um, with uh, Rizzo getting you you think flung. That, like, it seems to be one of those really weird but like bizarre things in in a, in a Christmas Carol but strangely works and yeah. again. Don't really question why there are penguins ice skating in London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, you know, Bob's or Kermit is is deep in song and it's quite a kind of joyous, upbeat thing. But then we do cut back to the little rabbit boy who's like yeah. freezing in a bin or something. Where well, he's like all wrapped in newspaper, isn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So, uh, so yes, um, Scrooge then heads home and uh, he's about to open his front door when the knocker, uh, I, I think it turns into Waldorf, doesn't it? Yeah. Ro- Robert Marley. Yes. Um, and he's like, Bob Marley for, for like a moment. Um, and uh, he, I think Gonzo says that like he was unnerved, but because things had gone back to normal, he just was like, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> i guess you live in a fucking muppet world it's like okay yeah. maybe that happens i don't know um so he yeah he heads inside it would be jacob marley wouldn't it not was it Bob jacob Bob. i can't Bob. remember if it was robert or jacob but one of them um so uh so yeah he uh he he enters and we get this great line it's one of my favorite lines of the film uh when uh they're locked out because Rizzo was trying to get some food that he'd buried yep. somewhere. Uh, jelly beans. He buried jelly beans. Jelly beans. Uh, so they miss getting inside. Uh, and Gonzo starts explaining what's happening inside. And Rizzo's like, right, I've had yeah. enough. How can yeah. you possibly know what's going on? We're out here. He's in there. And uh, Gonzo basically says, like, look, I've told you before, storytellers are omniscient. That's just how it is. We just know what's going on. Um, and he even says things. And then the lights come on as he's kind yeah. of the rating. He's like, how does he do that? Uh-huh. just before that we get another bit which is one of my favorite bits as well is just um when scrooge jumps back from the um oh he knocks them both knocker, yeah knocks them down and and for a while 
<laughs> it knocks him out, right? He knocks Gonzo out. He doesn't move. He's just, he's just led that. And Rizzo's like, oh my God. You know, he's like, what, what, trying to wake you up. And he just sits up and carries on like nothing happened. And Rizzo goes, didn't even break his concentration. <laughs> didn't even break his concentration. Um, so we, we see that Scrooge is unnerved. As he as he goes inside, uh, he gets spooked by his own dressing gown and starts beating it up um, yeah, until he realizes, okay. "Oh, it's my favorite dressing gown," and like, no no harm done, um, and, uh, and and puts it back on. Um, and then he he sits down to eat the biggest block of cheese <laughs> with bread I've ever seen in my life, um, <laughs> and uh, suddenly we get the the servant bell. I think it's a servant yeah. bell get a really great shot there as well of, mm. uh, from the from the balustrades he of, of you, you get the yeah. edge of the balustrade and just him sat by the fireplace it's a beautiful shot it really is and this, this, this is, the cinematography in this is incredible yeah it's, it's brian henson's first it's his directorial debut and he did an absolutely cracking job i i guess he'd just been around yeah know, long around enough at that point. A lot. yeah exactly yeah <clears throat> but it is a fantastic shot um, but yeah, the uh, what I assume is a servant bell rings, um, and you know, obviously Scrooge is is terrified as it is. It rings by itself, yeah. um, and, and then we of course get the the appearance of Statler and Waldorf as yeah. uh, as Jacob and Robert Marley, Marley and Marley, Marley and Marley, uh, who I mean, they were always I always loved them in in the Muppets. Yeah, you know, I I, I just love that. I I think I always love that kind of heckling character uh they they both play um and of course they're heckling him and he's like oh you always heckle me that's the thing about those two they've they've got the they've probably they've got the best put downs and the best lines in in most episodes for sure well because because generally like i I always thought they were kind of put there for the adults watching yeah you know because you're watching it with your kids and your kids are enjoying that and then you've got sattler and waldorf they're like basically ribbing the or, or making fun of the of the show yeah, um, that is the clearly the only reason they go there is, is because yeah. they, they so that they can be miserable and, and put everybody down. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, so obviously they they break into song and and by the the, the every song in this is amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, fantastic. The the soundtrack to this is incredible. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But they they talk about how you know they, they they brag about closing an orphanage and, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and basically sing about how their their wicked ways have have basically condemned them to a life uh, an afterlife in chains they're 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 shackled for and i do love he does have that they do have that line about um he makes a joke and he says you should leave comedy to the bears which which is a brilliant line yeah yeah <laughs> Um, but after that, they they tell uh, Scrooge that he will be visited by three spirits, uh, and that the first will appear when the bell tolls one. Um, so obviously, and, and what's great about this whole scene is mm. it's actually scary. It's well, I think that about the the uh, Ghost of Christmas yet to come as well. It's it's filmed when things are meant to be scary. It's filmed quite earnestly for a Muppet I, movie. I've discovered <laughs> that people find the Ghost of Christmas Past scary. She they, is they, creepy they, as fuck. Really creepy, and I've always thought she's kind of like weirdly beautiful and ethereal. No, as a kid, I always thought she was probably the creepiest of all of them. Actually, it's just something really weird about her. Yeah, see, that's funny. I, well, I find that funny, but I, it, it seems to be that seems to be the prevailing thought, except for, yeah. yeah. So, 
you know, yeah. <coughs> and then they they do have that line where, where Rizzo says, is, is, is this going to be too, should we be worried about the kids? Yeah. And it's like, nah, it's literature, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. And I think that that's what, that one of the great things about this, this version is that they literally go, no, 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 kids, you know, kids can deal with it. They're, they're not that, you know, they know how to deal with it. And also, it has a great ending, so... Yeah, exactly. There's there's good morals. There's a, a brilliant build-up for them, you know, yeah. to, 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 to see how it it goes and how it, it can, someone can be redeemed. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, so the, the ghost of Christmas past, uh, as you said, kind of a, a female, yeah. childlike spirit. It's um, by a, a, a voice by Jessica Fox, who was, I think, the young girl at the time. Right. Um. So she takes uh, him back, uh, and of course Dickens and, and and Rizzo had had you know come back too. Well, they, what I love is they um he's, he's got they're, they're sat on, they sat on a lamp I think and he yeah. and he's got a grappling hook. <laughs> he yeah. just throws the grappling hook, and I've seen an outtake where the where he's there, for, he's swinging the grappling hook around, and it uh, it ends up embedded in his head. Also, <laughs> <laughs> just goes over. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, so we we see his Scrooge's school days, um, where he was uh, chairman of the board, right? Yeah. Um, and he's obviously under Fozzywig. Um, no, 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 America. Well, first of all, you get the school thing with um with, uh, with the with, big with Sam thing. Sam, yeah, that's it. Sam, Can Sam the American his bloody name. Yeah, yeah, Sam the American Eagle. Uh, <laughs> he's got one of one of my favorite things when he says, "We well, kind of feel like he got he learned everything he learned yeah. from from Sam, right?" Yeah, and there's a kind of formed him in his early early says, years. He, he says, "Ah, so you will be introduced to business because it is." The American way. <laughs> yeah. You get whispering in his ear. And he goes, it is the British way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he looks stupidly around. Like. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and then we, we move forward to, uh, to Fozzywig when he's, he's employed by Fozzywig. <laughs> yeah, he's got a rubber chicken factory and he's, he's throwing a massive Christmas party. <laughs> I know. And, do you know one of the best things about this movie, actually, um, which um, the costumes? Oh, it's incredible, isn't it? Are fucking amazing. And Gonzo and Rizzo's costume during the the, the party scene is, it, um, I think it's is what is it? It's it's um, it's, it's not eighteen thirty. I can't remember. What, it, I think it's it's late seventeen um, hundreds, early eighteen uh, hundreds, and it's they're so well done. They're amazingly designed and they've they've gonzo and rizzo have a number of different costume changes throughout the whole movie they're this all is amazing one of my favorites and it's uh, the costume designer was uh anna hollywood and uh polly smith and there's a really great um video on youtube uh, by abby cox who goes through the costumes oh really oh cool. yeah it's really good it, it, I, I recommend it it's, it's really good but the costumes are amazing and especially in this this part the, the colors are brilliant the the what they're you know, the, the the costumes have details in them that you you don't even notice. They're like the brocade in um, Rizzo's smock at the beginning mm. is ridiculous because he's so tiny, and the, the the amount of work and detail that went into just each costume. Yeah, 
yeah, you know, yeah. For essentially that no that most people won't even notice. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the, cost- the costumes are amazing in this movie. They are, and and like you said, particularly in this scene, um, this huge party, uh, and, and I love we've got uh, Animal on percussion. Yes, uh, and he's trying so hard like, <laughs> to, yeah. to be good. <laughs> like you get the impression like he's really triangle. trying. He's trying to keep his concentration and not lose it, but of course he soon does, and, and the party yeah. kind of speeds up as a result. You also, get that bit where uh, where Fozzie was trying to make his speech. Oh yeah, and his speech <laughs> is just like "Merry Christmas." Yeah, and no one can can hear Fozzie. Everyone's ignoring Fozzie Wicks, and then and Animal goes quiet, and yeah. completely silent. And you also get a young Statler and Waldorf, which I don't think I've ever seen before. I don't think you've ever seen a young Statler and Waldorf. What I love is that even they start dancing like they can't yes. help themselves. Yeah, they're the dancing fool. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Scrooge is is, is telling Fozziewig at the party, he's like, do you realise how much this is costing us, this party? Like, yeah. you know, and, and Fozziewig's like, it's Christmas, like, lighten <laughs> up. Um, and, and of course, it's here uh, where he first meets Belle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's kind of, I guess, insinuated that it's love at first sight. Um, yeah. By the way, I don't know who they got to play young Scrooge, but he, look, uh, he looks a uh-huh. lot like Michael Caine. I, I thought they did a good job. Raymond Coldhard. Mm. Did a good job of finding someone that looks reasonable. Yeah. It's always difficult when it's an actor you've seen young, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like, well, I've seen Michael Caine young, so I know what he should yeah. look like. But I think this guy does a really good job. He 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 looks a lot like Michael Caine could, and you know, he, he does yeah. a good job here. Um, but yeah, so he he I I think immediately falls in love with Belle, like uh, yeah. uh, love at first sight. Um, and the ghost is like this isn't the only Christmas you spent with her. And, and he yeah. like starts begging her, basically. He's like, yeah, please. He knows you know. what, what's coming. He, he, yeah. he knows this works. He knows what's coming. Um, and, uh, of course, she takes him to the mostly cut scene, which we were, we were talking about in the intro, yeah. uh, where there, it's a lovely set, like this, this lovely bridge. Yeah. and Yeah, it's all snowy. And she's, you know, and she says, you know, you, you did love me once. And he's, Well, she <laughs> says that, that it's another year before their oh, wedding because he keeps putting yeah. it back doesn't he and he says well look you know business is bad and she's like you're a yeah. partner in the business now like you you're, yeah. you're you're where you said you needed to be but of course scrooge is saying well there's still not enough money and you know uh i guess scrooge is trying i think i always got the impression that scrooge was trying his best to give her everything he could and it was never enough like he always felt like it wasn't enough um but she's Plus, obviously I'll got be- you know, the idea is that he, uh, he's just—he's he, picking the, business the over her. Too, too, yeah, he's—he's he's yeah. just got too greedy, which may be the case. Um, I—I I, like I said, I think it's probably the weakest song. This this cut I song. I'm not sure whether it's—I don't—I wouldn't say it's the weakest because I think it's—it's lo- it's lovely. It's fine. I think the performance it's... is the weakest, though, like the singing performance compared to oh, the rest. I personally no, I, but... I don't agree well i don't i don't agree with that, but but I, I i can see why the why they cut it yeah. i mean hence uh Henson was furious that they cut it because he said well, i'm i'm annoyed they cut it because it's mm. still a good song it, i it's... i think it's the weakest i i still think it's a good song and i still think it's reasonably well performed mm-hmm. and and it has so much impact on the rest of the movie that it, it just feels weird and and the film feels really awkwardly cut as well yes it really does because they literally just Carver off, and Rizzo uh, and is, is crying. She and, basically uh, says, "Like you did once, 
love yeah. you loved me once and then rizzo's and crying and then we cut back to two o'clock yeah. and it's like oh okay yeah um he's like basically just back in his bedroom whereas obviously when you hear the full song and you see his emotion and her emotion yeah, you get to see him as old michael uh old scrooge yeah and he's, her he's and... with her he's it's he's, amazing you know and, and you can you can see the 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 heartbreak because he's just following her around to you know you get the impression this is the biggest mistake of his life was yes. letting her go i mean this is what killed christmas for him isn't it effectively yeah losing her on christmas is what pushed him to become the bitter man that yeah. he is um because he sees love everywhere at christmas and he hates it because that's what he never had yep um had once and lost sorry yes worse than never had had yeah. and lost um and uh so then of course he wakes up in his bedroom uh the, she basically says i never want to see you again ghost bugger off yeah uh, and, and she goes away but of course she tells him that you know another ghost will be along shortly um and then uh, brian blessed turns up yes yes brian <laughs> blessed turns up come in and know me better man yeah um who I always thought was a little terrifying as well when he's massive. He's it's he, a when, giant when he thing. First appears, he's yeah, he's huge and he takes up the room, doesn't he? It's yeah. the booming voice and the great beard and everything. He's he's completely larger than life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so that, that was one of the things that that they um. So when they initially came up with this idea, hmm. it was they. It was going to be that so the Muppets were going to the, the the you know established Muppets were going to be the ghosts. Sure. So Kermit, Kermit, or um, Scooter was going to be passed. Um, Miss Piggy, I think, was going to be present, and Gonzo was going to be. Oh, that would have been way too jokey. Um, well, I think the idea was that Gonzo would have been uh, the only thing, the only reason why you knew it was Gonzo was, the was nose. because his nose was going to peek out of the, the hood. Which I thought that's I'd like to have seen that design. I thought that, I'd, I'd like, like to see the design. I feel like yeah. casting those characters in those roles undercuts the seriousness of the scenes, though. Yeah, and if you know what I mean. Like Miss Piggy is is present. Yeah. Would just be like, oh, really? I think when they decided that um, Gonzo was going to be Dickens, I think they thought, no, I think we should make specific puppets Having, for those, I, those those roles. Absolutely, and I and I think having kermit and miss piggy playing the cratchits is perfect yes but that's amazing casting yeah it is um and uh, yeah that would have been really weird i'd and like robin, to, i would like to see that design though. robin is, t- is tiny tim is perfect yes yeah yeah absolutely um so uh he basically shrinks down doesn't he as he yeah. as he as he sort of you know starts he, his song he, he repeats lines and i like the you know oh yeah of course because he's only in the present you're a, he says you're a little, uh, little forgetful, aren't you? Spirit? He goes, no, I'm not a forgetful spirit. Um, yeah, and and this is the first time. At this point, it's the first time in the film where we've seen Scrooge kind of happy. Yes, because almost immediately he's laughing at the Ghost of Christmas Present, and well, I think I think you you he, do get a smile of it, smile out of him when he's he, he, he sees um, Belle. He sees Belle, and he sees the the the, the, the fuzzy wigs. Um, but here he's like uh, laughing and he's like you know he's, yeah. he's a lot kinder to the ghost of christmas present than he's been to anyone up to this point and yeah. whether that's just because he's thankful that he's left the horrible horrible bell memory uh <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know um but of course the, the ghost of christmas present 
takes him out to the street and uh we we see it's christmas day he he it's weird because he goes to christmas present but he shows him the future but it's fine yeah um, i thought that was weird but <laughs> <laughs> um i guess it's present in the context of you know the next it, couple of days as opposed to, to happen. yeah i guess yeah, it's just yeah it's the, you know almost immediate present. future immediate future versus distant yeah um so it's christmas day and everyone's happy uh and um he he takes scrooge um to uh to visit fred's house um after you know and and you get that moment where he starts where even scrooge starts dancing with the ghost of christmas present and yeah like you know he's he's having a good time now he's actually enjoying this this moment yeah um but then of course he he's taken to to fred's house um and we see uh miss piggy making a, a very meager meal as as scrooge uh calls it um and they're waiting for for bob um and tiny tim to come home and, uh, first thing, you've got the, the the fred bit with the uh the the charades oh is that before this yes i think so yeah. okay i thought that was after this but yeah okay that's fine is so it not I, i'm not it could be i honestly it yeah could i know be I think, I think you, you may be right fred, fred, uh, he gets the you, you may well be right uh for some reason in my head i thought it was the other way around but yeah you, you're probably right uh so yeah they, they go to fred's house and of course he's delighted scrooge is like oh fred you know yeah uh, you know because uh, he likes fred you know you think deep down he, he does like fred yeah despite, he is his you know, only living relative after all yes yeah and the only person that probably gives a shit about him really exactly. yeah <laughs> you know Literally. the only person who keeps trying goes um so yeah they, they go he goes to fred's house and he, fred's playing charades with his family and scrooge is is excited and he, he tries to join in obviously he's invisible to everyone so they don't see him uh because he says a dog and then she uh his wife says dog and he's like, i said it first <laughs> yeah. um but of course you know they can't see him or hear him um but he's kind of mortified when it when it turns out that the the, the stingy it's horrible un- person yeah it's talking unwanted, about. an unwanted creature yeah an unwanted creature that dwells in the city and isn't a rat or a, or a mouse or a dog or a horse <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> or a cockroach is it like yes yeah or plant or mineral um <laughs> and uh so you know he's kind of mortified to discover that, that fred's talking about uh scrooge and uh, Scrooge is that that horrible person. It in my in my brain whenever they're playing charades, whenever I see a version of that, yeah, playing charades, my brain always goes to the SS Minnow. Yeah, from Scrooge. Uh-huh. We did. Uh, we, <laughs> we covered Scrooge we covered last, last year. Didn't year we? Yeah, yeah, we did cover last year. That's a great movie as well. Um, a much more adult take on the uh, Christmas yes. story. Yeah. Um so uh yeah so then uh then obviously he is he's taken to to bob cratchit's house and yeah. and i guess again like he he kind of goes through this film quite often kind of thankful to be away from a bad situation and thinking yeah. that he's going to a better one but it's kind of heartbreak after heartbreak after heartbreak um so he goes to bob's house and he's excited and we see miss piggy like i said making what uh scrooge will describe as a meager meal with with yes. her daughters there um and they're they're waiting sorry but much appreciated as the spirit says yes yes um but uh they're waiting for for bob cratchit and tiny tim to come home um and 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 bettina oh yeah she gets the names mixed up and she's like oh whatever (laughs) yeah whatever 
um and i love this shot where we we get them coming home and they're singing the song mm-hmm. and it's just a spinning ground the, the ground is just spinning on like a it's like a big spinning uh it's like i guess it was just a big cylinder yeah that they're spinning so it looks like they're walking over the hill it's an amazingly yeah. well done shot even when you kind of look at the ground and you realize how they've done it it's really effective yeah it doesn't matter it's no just... of course not in, in many ways i think a lot of that just adds to the charm and magic of this film you yeah know? uh the the set design and the things they did to kind of trick you into into the, the looking like things are happening yeah uh, is incredible um so uh obviously tiny tim is just robin the frog yep. acting his heart out being, being, being adorable, <laughs> being and, absolutely adorable, and, and consumptive. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, obviously, you know, the intent is that you should be upset when Tiny Tim dies, but it, yeah. it really does hit you in this because he's really cute. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he's adorable. And he's probably hobbly, and he's coughing, yeah, coughing, and, and you know, the, he gets excited about the the crap meal, and yeah, and then he starts coughing, and and Miss Piggy or Miss Crat, Mrs. Cratchit's like, oh, sit down, you got too excited, sit down. Um, and <laughs> you get that bit where where, where, they, where Rizzo falls on the on the goose through the chimney. Yeah, and Gonzo's like, "You have all the fun." Yeah, <laughs> that's, that, that's one of my favorite things about Gonzo is that he just loves like falling and breaking things and just yeah. be, being it's just his thing. He is the daredevil, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, even his Dickens, he can't resist. No, because uh, there's a few times where you feel like he ends up standing in front of the windows on purpose on purpose yeah he's he's doing it to get flung out of the window yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so scrooge is looking in through the window and and he remarks that that tiny tim is a remarkable boy yeah um and you know they 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 go inside and and we see um that that bob despite scrooge being such an asshole uh bob does give thanks to him for basically providing the meal yeah um obviously uh mrs cratchit is like (laughs) (laughs) she starts slagging off she's like well i guess as it's christmas uh you know and and she says she says like a bunch of things even though he's stingy and all of this and then she's like and odious and badly dressed and badly dressed and the daughter's (laughs) like (gasps) (laughs) it's like the most scandalous thing she says because she says a load of way worse things and yeah, it ends and then, with the badly dressed, and yeah, that's what shocks which, them. Which is a which is pure Miss Piggy, isn't it? That's yeah, yeah. that's that's a Miss Piggy thing. <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. And just just as it's like, is it looks like it's going to escalate even more? Little Tiny Tim says, "Mr. Scrooge," and, and they yeah. they toast it. So Scrooge becomes obviously upset uh, by what he's seen here, uh, and he kind of he begs the uh, the ghost of Christmas present to to know if if tiny tim will die and and the ghost of christmas presents like well that's going to be left to another ghost but yeah that's, that's I, not my domain he says, but he does see a but shadow you see a shadow yeah an, um, empty, an empty chair with a with a an un, an un, uh, a, a, a uh, <clears throat> an unused crutch or whatever yeah uh, something like that um and of course the the ghost of christmas present is now graying yeah it's starting to gray um and uh we then see them heading towards the graveyard when scrooge comments you know are you are you getting old yeah and uh the ghost says you know my my time's almost up but you know it's time for the ghost of uh, christmas yet to come 
<clears throat> and uh he he fades away saying it doesn't he say like know him better no no yes. ghost of christmas yet to come better um as he, as he fades away laughing as he does um and then we get that ominous fog rolling in um, yeah it becomes like a tim burton movie now yeah it really does like moment. Yes. uh and and we see this you know cloaked giant um you know almost like yeah. if tim burton did a ring race i guess that's yeah. kind of what it is <laughs> yeah, tim Burton's ring race. yeah yeah right and i love the i love the fact that um rizzo and gonzo are like this this is getting too scary yeah you're on your own folks yeah, yeah they bugger off we'll, we'll come back when this is over yeah 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 <laughs> um yeah, after after Gonzo saying, nah, it won't be too scary for the kids. Like, it's too scary yeah. for them, and they leave. <laughs> um, but uh, the, the ghost takes Scrooge into the future, and uh, he he's he witnesses a bunch of businessmen discuss, discussing the death of someone. Yes. Um, and it, the, the, they'll only pref- attend the funeral if lunch is provided. If lunch is provided. Um, and I, I always got the impression that Scrooge knows goddamn well who they're talking about oh, yeah he's, he's kind of like oh who he, is this poor person they're they're yeah. talking you know uh, he, he and, really knows who it is he's just absolutely hoping that it's not um yeah and, like, and this is where you you get some of the most hideous scary puppets in this scene you get the they are all horrible well. horrible puppets yeah and, uh old joe the spider is creepy as fuck he's gross and he's like He's like touching up the other yeah, the women like, down there and uh, stuff. It's what like, have you got for old Joe? It's like, yeah. uh, I don't want to be anywhere near this dude. Yeah, uh, and he's he's basically isn't he like he's the one undertaker the and he's just basically trading yeah. in like the other ones. One of them's a vulture, the guy who's got the the mother of pearl earrings. I think it is. is yeah, cufflings is it cufflings? Yeah, mother of pearl cufflings. It's literally a vulture. It's. <laughs> And they're talking about how cheap his his bedding is because she tries to the, one of them tries to sell his bedding and bed yep. robes and all of that stuff. And, the, and then one gives <clears throat> the, the final one hands over the the bed sheets, and Joe yeah. says it's still warm. It's like the only warmth he ever had. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, they then obviously head to Bob's house, mm-hmm. and uh, we we you know obviously. His his fears are, are confirmed as as Scrooge sees that they're you know uh, Miss Piggy's crying, isn't she? As she's she's yeah, making she's, the food, she's stirring the food. Um, and uh, I think it, is it is it Peter that says like, oh, his walks are taking longer because they're waiting yeah. for for Bob to come home. He said like it's taking yeah. longer these last couple of days. Um, and and Belinda and Bettina notice that the mother crying, and and she says, no, it's it's just it's fine. It's just the food, just make you know, just just. A bit of bit of stuff in my eyes is fine. I'm not crying. Yeah, yeah. Um, and again, it's it's like these. It's my, they're puppets, but the 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 emotion that comes from these, love these oh, yeah. felt felt characters is just absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, like, genuinely believe in their in their grief. I certainly do, and I I think most I people do as well. And well, especially when they're talking about you know, I mean, this is a fucking. These are Muppets, but it's literally yes. fucking Kermit the Frog talking about where he's buried his son. Yes. It's like, oh, we buried him on the hill because he could see the ducks, the and ducks. he was, like, looking yeah. at the ducks, and it's like, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> it should not be this emotional. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so so Tiny Tim is 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 dead, and and Scrooge is heartbroken. Yeah, at this, uh, absolutely heartbroken. Um, but the the ghost takes him back to the cemetery. Yeah, and uh, points at a man's grave, and of course Scrooge knows who the fuck it is. But you know, he's that's, like, that's one of the great things about that that, that spirit as well is he doesn't say a word. He no, just... he's so much more creepy for not speaking. Yeah, it's way more impactful. Yeah, all he does is point. Yeah. Um, and uh, oh, I should sorry, I forgot to say actually, when he first meets the ghost of Christmas yet to come, Scrooge does say like, "I fear you more than any what? other ghost." Yeah. yeah. But he does he's taking on the lessons that he's learned from the other two ghosts and he says yeah. like i'll i'll look at my future with a thankful heart um, mm. and you know he tries to. yeah they've, they've shown me so i've learned so much already yeah i'm already a changed person so he he questions in vain whose grave it is um of course he knows and, yeah. and eventually yeah. he he wipes the uh the, the snow cover uh from the um from the gravestone and reveals his name and he tearfully uh you know turns back to the ghost and he says you know you wouldn't have shown me this if i couldn't change like there'd yeah. be no point in you showing me this if if this was unavoidable um you know i i, I genuinely i i've changed i'm a different person you know than i was a couple of hours ago I've, I've seen things and it's changed my my life and i he kind of vows to change his ways and i think this is a wonderful shot where he's crying into the ghost's robes mm-hmm. and then falls with his own robes into bed Yes, it's such a wonderful shot. It is a great shot. Um, so, uh, there's another great shot actually, which, which I, I didn't mention earlier on. When, the, when before the ghost, I think it's before the second ghost turns up, uh-huh. and it's just my, a close-up of Michael Caine's face. And there's like, I think the, the 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 clock strikes, and one of his eyes opens and looks around, and you can see the just the other eye, the other eye is just slightly open, and you can, all you can see is white. Yeah. And it's a really great shot of yeah, just Kane you know, like reacting. It's great. Mm. Yeah. Um so he 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 wakes up um and Gonzo is a return. Yes, of course. We're back. <laughs> um and and of course he's he's thankful to be alive. Um and he opens the the window and looks down to the that rabbit. The little rabbit in, yeah. in the street and he asks him what day it is. And he, he says it, it's Christmas Day, and he's like, oh, you know, there's still time. Yeah. He realizes there's still time, and he's kind of dancing around his bedroom, and he's like, oh, you know, I feel light as a feather, and and he, he realizes he needs to change his ways. So he he says he'll give the kid five shillings. Well, he says one shilling, then he says, oh, five yeah, shillings. Five shillings. Yeah. And he throws him a bag of money to to go and buy the that prize turkey. Like, as I said before, for some reason, everything's open on Christmas Day, right? Yeah. Because he buys all of these presents mm-hmm. for the whole everyone he knows. <laughs> Pretty much everyone, yeah. On Christmas morning. Um, and he goes to see Fred. Uh, and we get to see old Fozzywig, which I always forget until I rewatch yeah. this. We get to see old Fozzywig. Old, old Fozzywig and Sam, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which is really nice. Um and uh, I like Sam shaking the the gift. Yeah, so, you know. And what and, and even better is is <clears throat> Fozzy Wig shakes the gift uh, um, using his ear trumpet, which is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get the impression that Sam might have fucking regretted the monster he created. <laughs> Maybe. <And> Scrooge. <laughs> like now that he's an old guy, he's like, oh Christ, what have I done? Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so he reconciles with his with his you know people of his past. Uh, he goes uh, to see Fred. Yeah. Um, and 
I always thought we could do with a bit more time with them, actually, with him kind of... You, you get it in the montage. Yeah. He goes in and he gives them presents and kisses her and they're all shocked. But it would have been nice to have a bit of dialogue there, I thought. But, you know, mm-hmm. it's part of the song at this point. I, I guess yeah. we're, we're, we're moving forward. Um, Again, great song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and, of course, by this point, he's bought stuff for everyone and, and he's got this massive feast and the whole of London town is out, you know, following him, singing along. Uh, and then he gets them all to hide as he approaches Bob's front door. Yeah. And angrily knocks on the door and demands to see Bob, who sheepishly answers. Um, Miss Piggy, uh, Miss Mrs. Cratchit is is hiding behind the door, and, uh, and, and you know, uh, Scrooge makes out like, you know, why aren't you in work? You should be at yeah. work. We discussed this, and and Bob's like, uh, you you said we could have day off. You did, sir. Um, and he's like, I've got I. I uh, I have a right mind to give, uh, give you a piece of my mind and she obviously Miss Piggy bursts out of the door she's like I've got a right mind to was it like no he, sa- he says and therefore, he oh, says, yeah, and therefore. I'm going, I am going to ra- uh, raise your salary I'm going to raise you off the street and says I'm going to raise you right off the pavement <laughs> uh, and then of course she realises what he said and she's like oh lovely and, you know come on in and of course then he smiles he says Merry Christmas and and then yeah like, like I said I always thought it was really fucking cheeky this is not a small meal she, she is cooking for like half of London <laughs> yeah. this, this fucker just turned up and went hey cook for London please um, you know because it's like it's not even going to fit in the oven I got and- a Muppet size oven that's like a big for a human sized turkey and, and one of the weird things about this this scene as well, yeah. it, it, where they're all they're all around the table and stuff. Did you uh, uh, you probably you must have noticed because I, I always did. Clara's not there. No, you've got you've got the, uh, not Clara. Um, his ex. yeah, it's Clara, isn't it? It's is it Clara? Uh... It's, it's, it's niece, isn't it, basically, she the Fred's there, but she isn't, and 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 apparently Brian. Uh, and yeah, she is in the scene prior, though, isn't she? She's when they go to the house. Yeah, they, yeah. and um, apparently Henson, Henson was asked by so many people, "What happened to her? Did did she disappear? What? what why isn't she in the end scene?" She I died mean, instead. Lot, exactly. <laughs> a lot of people have come up with like really weird, sinister things. Right. It's, it's simply that the actress wasn't available for that scene, so she just didn't. And make there's it. a lot of characters in that scene, so it's yeah. like, it's fine. You could assume she's just in the toilet or something. I don't know. Yeah. Or she's just hidden behind the mass of Muppets, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, she obviously does cook this meal, and God knows how long it takes her, but uh, yeah. we, we see, you know, we, we kind of end with um, Scrooge at the head of the table, surrounded by, basically, friends. He gives the money to the charity people as well. I forgot about that. Yeah, they gave him. Uh, and and the, the, the first act of, of kindness to him, he gives... Uh, Beaker gives him his scarf. Oh yeah, which is tiny, but it's really yeah. cute because uh, it's a beaker-sized scarf yeah, that yeah. Michael Caine has to then put on. <laughs> um, oh, I tell you what, if I if I was Michael Caine and I and I took something from set, it would be that scarf. Yeah, uh, that's the that's the that's the thing I'm keeping is this scarf. Um, but yeah, so uh, obviously, you know, it, it ends nicely, and and we have the song uh, finally. Um, when love is found and like it feels yep. like christmas is kind of like a, a a dual song to to end um rizzo says about you know tiny tim doesn't die and he's like and tiny tim second who didn't die yes 
Scrooge was a second father too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, and yeah, and that's that's Muppets Christmas Carol, basically. Yeah. Um, obviously, it is it's a reasonably faithful. If you ignore the Muppets, it's a reasonably yeah. faithful telling of a Christmas Carol, to be honest. Com- completely, it's got it. it you know, as, as I said before, it literally uses the the very words of the book. Every, yeah, and as you said, that's kind of rare. Yeah, and you know, all the all the spirits are right. Ever the the you know the the the, the other than the the little you know the, the little funny bits with with Gonzo and Rizzo, like you know the like the like the lamp, not the rat. Yeah. And then he puts him in the water. There's and, so many like jokes and puns and things throughout yeah. this that we've it's, not covered. It's um, genuinely funny and, and brilliant, is. but so well balanced. It's it's one of the I think one of the most genuinely beautifully balanced between horror and comedy. Yeah. It you know it and and, and as we said, mostly due to how. Uh, Kane plays it. He, he he plays it so straight that that everything you know his parts and the actual story is taken seriously. Where you know and and it's only only the silly bits are really in the peripheral. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And you know it's it was it was the start of the of the of their um you know doing the the the, the literary literary uh, adaptions. Because you you know you get um, Treasure Island, Treasure Island. I think they did a few others, but the not, Muppets in Space. Not, I don't think that was a, yeah. No, I was no. I like Muppets in Space actually. <laughs> they do Gulliver's Travels. I don't. Maybe they didn't. Uh, maybe I'm just imagining that they did. That. I don't remember them doing that, but they, they definitely might, did Treasure they, Island. I remember. They did I know they did a lot of TV specials, so then they it might have been you know it may have been because I haven't seen all of the late the much the the, the, the later ones that. You know, like Disney stuff, which ugh. I, I don't think Disney's ever quite known what to do with them. No, I mean they did do. Uh, I quite enjoyed the. Was it just called the Muppets? I like the Muppets tonight. Uh, is it the Muppets tonight? That that one was quite funny. There was one they did in the two thousands that was quite good. Mm. Uh, and I know they've got they've had one re- very relatively recently, but I've I've not seen any of it. No, I've not seen the more recent <laughs> one. I saw when was the last one? Uh, yeah, the Muppets, two thousand eleven. That that was pretty fun. Um, yeah, but that's oh, yeah. the last one I saw. Mm. So uh, I've not seen the the more recent ones. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, oh god, I it almost feels like I almost feel like there's no point in in reviewing this because if you've seen it, you love it. It's, yeah. it's just there's nothing we're gonna say that's gonna change your mind dear this is just a, a amazingly heartwarming div- almost for me definitive christmas Eve um, movie. actually i think if you if you haven't seen it oh, um, absolutely maybe, do. Maybe if muppets have put you off we have not done it justice like yeah honestly. I give it honestly give it a go because it is it is beautiful the songs are great the you know the act the performances are fantastic and it does not detract from the from the wonderful story at all no, absolutely. Uh, you know, in in the same way that I always say, you know, Wrath of Khan's not just a good Star Trek movie; it's a good movie. Muppets yeah. Christmas Carol is not just a good Muppet movie; it's a good movie. Like, yeah. it's a really well made, really well told version of a Christmas Carol, and it's absolutely mm-hmm. worth your time. 
yeah, it's it's beautifully directed. It's, it's you know, as I said, the costumes are fantastic. Every it's almost you know everything about it is just perfect. I, I can't find fault with it if I'm honest. I I don't have and 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 we have talked before about how your 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 tolerance is lower for Christmas movies and stuff. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, I I don't think there <laughs> yeah. is anything to fault here. It's no, just, I think you know there's nothing to 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 tolerate in this. And I'm, I think when it came out, I think some of the some of the the reviews were quite sniff, sniffy about of it. Of course, but you know, and it did. It it made its budget back. It didn't do. It had quite a modest budget. I think it was great. only like twelve million or something. It didn't do great, but it made its its budget back. And the thing is, is it was against uh, Home Alone two and Aladdin. Yeah, I mean those are. I mean, I remember when Aladdin came out; it was huge. Yeah, um, and Home Alone two again. I mean, Home Alone was so massive. Home Alone two <laughs> is another one. This like. I know it's nowhere near as good as Home Alone, but yeah. it is so Christmassy. It is. It's, okay, it's, it's, it's the turtle dove thing and all of that stuff that does it for me. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, this. Uh, oh, wow, what a movie! Um, so that's it from us. I'm not sure what we're doing next week. Are we? Are we going to jump straight into our films of the year, or are we going to? Uh, I think that's probably what we'll do. Yeah. So next week we will come up with our top. 10 or 5, probably 5 um, yep. films of the year. I always struggle with 10. 5 I could definitely do. <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, until then, have a great Christmas, everybody. Thanks for listening. And, uh, you know, it's, it's been a blast. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back after Christmas next year, uh, next next week, sorry, not next year, next week uh, with our uh, top 5 movies of 2022. Uh, But yes, until then, have a great Christmas, stay safe, and we'll catch you next time. Bye.